0: So today I wanted to record just something about like, uh, what is going on? Yeah, my name is Daniel, the host of the show Cook's Poet Society show about food, life, and everything in between. So right now, we're going to talk about hospital food because I'm in the hospital. So I figured that'd be relevant, whatever, talk shit. And whatever comes to mind, man. You know, this, this is the beginning of the this podcast. My first, this is the first, I guess, big podcast that I'm going to do. I'm in the hospital, like I said. You know, not going to really go into it too much because I don't want to bore y'all. But, I don't know. I guess if y'all want to know, just... I guess comment. But, you know, just waiting on on, uh, some news on a surgery. If it's going to be done, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but right now, we're eating breakfast. And the breakfast is French toast... Two turkey sausage patties, and some boxed scrambled eggs, like that I can tell for sure they're boxed. Some apple juice. Hmm. But. Uh, well, fuck. You know what? I guess I'm gonna get into the. So why I'm here in the hospital conversation. Because we're gonna talk about everything, right? I wanna be in this podcast, I wanna be open. Open to everything, open to any conversation, free to speak your mind on here. No bullshit. You know. Um okay, so why I'm here. You know, I had cancer when I was three. You know, a cancer called rhabdomyosarcoma. It was attached to my bladder, so I lost my bladder. Blah blah blah. Grew up. All this chemotherapy and radiation was done to my kidneys and urinary tract and <clears throat> so it left a lot of scar tissue. And through the years the scar tissue's gotten worse and affected my urinary system, so, you know, it's made me difficult to urinate out of these bag, the urostomy that I have. But, so right now, They want a a surgery that can replace a transplant, I believe, to replace those ureters with some intestines of mine. Crazy. But, I mean, it's got to happen or I'm going to live the rest of my life with tubes and shit, and I don't want to be doing that. It is 8 9 right now. Looking out the window. Ugly, gloomy, raining. You know the surgery got me thinking about a lot of stuff. Everything, everyone. When they ask you pre up questions like you don't wanna be revived. If you flatline on the table. And I was like, whoa. That's an intense question. So I was like, you know, yeah, sure. But, of course, after that, he left and, man, it hit me. I started thinking about, like I said, everything and everyone, man. Teared up, thought about my friends, close friends, best friends, family, brothers, sisters, mother, (laughs) even my little puppy. You know, people that affected my life. My best friend Adam. Best friend Melissa, all the girls that I'm friends with now from, that I connect with from Natalia. Natalia. And, uh, you know, the support, man. The support from my my friends from work. Oh, my God. You know, my homie Adam called me the other day wishing me to push through and don't give up. Everybody telling me not to give up. And it's awesome, man. It's a lot of love. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to push. I'm a fighter. I'm a cancer survivor Every time I get sick I fight And I get better I don't give up And people know that about me (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm such an asshole A nice Asshole I'm not a mean one But um I just wish I could have done more, you know? Done more, traveled more, took care of my friends more, took care of my family, my brothers, my sisters, my mom more. It sucks that I couldn't give my mom a granddaughter. My brothers and sisters, a niece. I mean, I, that's what I wanted was a daughter. That's why I say that. <laughs> but no, man. You know, it's it, hopefully after this surgery, I get I, I get some kind of normalcy. You know, maybe. I mean, def- this is good. That would be definitely a new chapter in my life. You know, maybe exercise more. Take care of my body more. <laughs> You know But You know I'm ready I am re- I'm, I really am I'm really ready for whatever happens I mean you're never ready For The bad thing to happen I know that But I'm ready for the surgery I'm gonna go in there Staying positive and being getting ready to fight until they put that gas mask over my face to go to sleep. Yeah, that just gives me so much PSD, man. That smell of the The gas, ugh, it sucks. But it has to happen. It has to happen. You know, I've always wanted to ask my older sister and my older brother about how it was for them when, because they were there, they they're the. The two that saw me that day, that treacherous day of me going to the bathroom, having to pee, and just blood coming out, me screaming and crying of pain. I I don't know, I just wanted to know what it was like for them that day and after. I never got to ask them. But all right. (laughs) Sorry. You know, um, I just want to say to those people out there that are going through a situation like mine, you know, a urostomy, kid, you know, Growing up shy and embarrassed, afraid to show what you got, afraid of being made front of, bullied. No, none of that has to happen. None of that has to happen. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be shy. You know, you're just a normal person. You are a normal person. <laughs> it's it's all in your head, it's all in your head. be strong, be confident, don't be embarrassed if man, if they laugh at you, they laugh at you what what's what's that doing? I mean, yeah, you know, it's just like what the hell, why are they laughing at me and you feel bad, that's mental man that's that's mental. they can laugh at you and be like huh, yeah, dude, I laugh at it too to make me feel better cause it fucking sucks having it call them out make them feel embarrassed you know i mean who's who's the asshole who's the loser they are they don't nobody understands no one's gonna ever understand what you're going through they're gonna say they do they're gonna say they're sorry they feel sorry but no one's gonna understand man i'm 39 years old no one is going to understand what you're going through but that doesn't mean you have to be alone push people away that doesn't have to happen you can be positive of things you can have friends, girlfriends, boyfriends. You know you, you you can't give up. You can't give up. Cause I didn't. I didn't grow up. Give up, sorry. Made me stronger as a person. Made me have a big heart for other people. You get to know who your real friends are. Cause you will have real friends, I promise. Just like I did, just like I did, you will have real friends. You can, it's you can have a normal life. Just, <laughs> just a couple of challenges. Just a couple of challenges. but it's 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 going to make an exciting life man you know for sure and you could, you could look at it as a negative or a positive and there's all there's always that positive there man you just you just got to find it within yourself take a deep breath Think positive, feel positive, and everything will be fine. There will be people that that have your back and won't give up on you. They will not give up on you. Some people will, but that's just because they can't handle it. You know they're scared. But that's when you have to. I get. I mean, just face him and talk to him, man. Like, hey, man, what's up, dude? Like, why? What's going on? Why don't? Why do you make fun of me? Why do you pick on me? Why do you talk shit to me? Like, talk to me, dude. Like, I'm as normal as you. Same age. Might not be the same color, or maybe the same color, but you bleed like I bleed, cry like I cry, you know. And it's 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 gonna be good. It's gonna be a good life. I'm about to be forty years old, June first. And I believe this surgery is going to be a start of a new chapter or the end of the chapter to start a new one. It's going to be great. Well, I'm about done. You know, hopefully in the future I can do longer podcasts. This is my first one, so I'll apologize. I (laughs) apologize. Uh, But, hey, let me know if it sucked or if it was okay or the best podcast you ever heard. I know I say podcast and this is not a podcast. I don't know. This is just me ranting. But I would like for this to be a podcast. You know, talk to people, help people, hear people out that are going through things, anything. Mental illness, chronic pain, you know. Just different situations. Bad relationships, great relationships. Talk about anything, you know. But this french toast and turkey sausage was like a 2 out of 10 scrambled eggs suck so bad they're the powdered scrambled eggs for sure but other than that alright listen everyone have a great day Just breathe, just breathe in and out. Close your eyes and refocus yourself. Hit that refocus button in yourself and just breathe. You know? Well, I'm Daniel Orta, aka Cobra. I don't know why I said that but that's my nickname at work. <laughs> All right people, well leave a comment, question or concern. Love everybody. Smile and just have think positive, have a good life, have a good day. I'm here. Leave me questions, comments, concerns. Peace. What is going on? Welcome to a Cooks Sport Society. Where everything's a topic, subject, whatever you want it to be. I'm just uh, a cook trying to have a better understanding of life. You know, uh, when I was three years old, I had cancer. This is the first time I'm telling this story, ever, out loud. Just the most important people know about this, and I'm about to tell all you guys, so I guess that says something. But When I was three-year-old, I had uh, bladder cancer called rhabdomyosarcoma. It took my bladder... So my whole life, I lived with a urostomy, a.k.a. a pee bag. (laughs) And, And I'm 39 years old. June 1st, I will be 40. And for all you guys and girls or whatever that didn't know, know now. Elementary school, middle school, and high school. Yep. I might have looked like a regular dude. I was a regular dude. What am I talking about? I was a normal kid. I just had accessories. <laughs> and... uh so yeah, man, it's 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 uh, it was crazy. You know, uh, we moved to a small town like in '94. I was going into my seventh grade year of middle school, and we moved to the small town. And I was defensive. I was a defensive kid. Um, I was already. Set on just a bad attitude. I was lost, I was scared. People making fun of me, or and um, just defending myself every day. But they always got me in trouble, but I defended myself in the wrong way. I was lashing out that everybody <clears throat> teachers, my parents and i didn't i didn't have i mean I had a male figure, my stepdad but I don't know. I I didn't look to him or go to him with questions and how do I do this and how you know what do I do? My brother wasn't around. He was in San Antonio school. Uh, he went to the military when I was going into my high school. So I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have anybody. And. uh so got in trouble a lot, a lot. And it my mom had to deal with everything that I was getting in trouble for and it, it it's you know, it sucked. You know, I could I could have handled things better, I could have I think opened myself to people, to the people that I was going to school with. You know, instead of acting like this wannabe hardcore kid, which I totally wasn't. I was just scared. I was a scared kid. And then I met... My best friend, Adam. he helped me he helped me out so much in life I changed my ways <laughs> cause he was just all about trying to, <laughs> trying to get girls in high school and <clears throat> things like that but anyway you know went through high school uh, I totally switched things around you know my attitude and stuff and I actually had a great high school life, if you will. Uh, hung out with a lot of friends and met new friends. And it was great. Graduated, came back to San Antonio. You know, I always wanted to be a a, a chef. uh, And not even a celebrity chef, really, just a chef. You know, just a successful chef that you know, has a nice house, and nice car, and, but, (laughs) the one thing was, is, is got all the girls, wanted all the, the the women, and, because I was a chef, you know, because, you hear all these stories about chefs getting all these women, and models, and actresses, and, and that's not why I want to become a chef, but, that's, instead of being a TV chef or whatever, that's the kind of chef I wanted to be. But then <clears throat> I started working my first, not my first fine dining restaurant to work at. Because I worked in a couple of just regular dining, casual dining restaurants before that. And they all taught me things they all taught me they all taught me a lot and then I started working in this fine dining restaurant that just opened in this new brand new fine dining hotel and I started working with the chef English chef uh you know that opened up the French laundry in Napa Valley and new you know chef thomas keller of the french one i'm sorry the french laundry and i was like damn i got to go work with this guy so you know i i, I got hired you know was working i believe uh, day and night you know the schedule switched around whatever and saw a lot of things uh worked the oyster bar at night there and learned how to shuck oysters and clams and mussels and learned how to cook these things as well and the seasonings and I, you know, as a hungry cook, you, I I took in everything. I took in everything. And I'm a hands-on kind of guy. So, and he was like, why the fuck am I doing all this and showing you, why don't, why aren't you fucking dicing up this stuff and doing it yourself and learn? And so he was that kind of chef. You know, of course, he would talk to you, mentor you and really, really great. And, you know, he, I remember being nervous for this, I mean, uh, this is years after, but I'm kind of <clears throat> jumping around here. But I was work. I was going into an interview for this other restaurant and uh, I was really nervous and uh, I had, I called him and I was like, man, he's just like, what? He's like, come on, then. you know, why are you nervous for, man? Just, just, uh, you know how to cook. So cook. Why why the you know why are you nervous? Just go in there and cook so of course, you know, I got the job and and uh you know went in with that confidence every single time uh, went in started going into life with that in my mind, and didn't really do all that bad. <laughs> You know, I worked at a lot of different restaurants, fine dining and casual dining, and learned a lot from so many people, you know, the bad and the good and the worst. You know, um, he is my number one first, I guess, favorite chef in the world. Or whatever, however you say it, you know. Uh, the top five chefs of mine is Chef Jonathan Parker, Chef Thomas Keller. What's duh? Gordon Ramsay. Oh man, I love Gordon Ramsay. Laurent Raya from Mon Chow, Chow here at the Pearl in San Antonio, Texas. And there is there's a fifth one, but I don't know, man. I mean, you know, there's so many chefs out there that I, that I love. And, you know, Ferran Adria and from Ferran Adria to Esten Blumenthal, to Chris Constantino, to man, so many, so many, Pascal Barbeau, wait that's, is that an actor or is that the chef, I'm, I'm confused, but anyways, oh yeah, You know what? I fucked up. The fifth one is Chef Mario Ramos from Sushi Hana. I'm sorry. I'm a little uh, inebriated from some God's lettuce. Mario Ramos from Sushi Hana. He, oh my god. Yes. He's number two, actually. He's number two. And then it's Thomas Keller. And I forgot who the other two were. Because I'm, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I love cooking. I love cooking. I haven't worked in a year because I've been really, really sick with this whole kidney issue and ureters. Kind of, you know, fucking up my health. Um, I had a major surgery that was supposed to be due today, due today, but it was a transplant and it wasn't able to do because I got sick last week. Ended up going to the ER, ended up staying at the hospital and they're just like, yo, you got to we got to have your body healed before the surgery. So we got to postpone it to June 1st on my birthday. And I was very frustrated, very pissed, very angry And the thing that worried me is with the thing that is worrying me is my CareLink. I have CareLink and it ends on the 31st. So you get what I'm trying to say here is like sucks. And so I called CareLink, tried to get an appointment, got an appointment, but it's not until June 2nd. And I tried to tell them, hey, I got a surgery coming up and, you know, I'm, you know, I need something earlier and they couldn't help. But give me that date. So I was like, shit. So the next thing to do was for me to call my doctor and uh, try to get it pushed forward. So they're going to call me back. Hopefully something good happens. But anyways, again, you know, just randomly jumping around here. But yeah, man, you know, hopefully uh I heal up and get to go back to work and you know I'll just go ahead and say it, man. My dream to my dream goal in life is to have my own little restaurant. You know, it's you know, it's called an Izakaya, which is a Japanese pub. Man, I would love oh man, I wish I I would love to have my sp- my spot somewhere tiny, small little spot. Shit, little beer, shit, little sake, whiskeys, vodkas, all Japanese, you know, or just, you know, Korean liquors and really, really sophisticated brands, you know, or and and shit, little beer. People getting fucked up, but. Eating a shitload of food to sober them up from the kitchen, from the grill that I want to—it's gonna be—it's a yakitori grill, you know, a robotic grill, and that's what I want to do, man. You know, so hopefully I could heal up, come back, you know, strong and. and ready focused you know or just go back to work for somebody else you know never being really happy but working you know that happy that you're working and and taking it in you know you got to you got to love what you do and i love what i do And every time I cook, every time I throw a piece of steak on there, roast a chicken, you know, cook a saute a vegetable, dice a carrot, fucking um, tourney a carrot, a potato, you know, fine dice, a damn tomato, you know, always getting better at the craft of cooking. You know, I really, you know, I love, I have a passion for cooking, but I have that desire for cooking. You know, I wanna learn every day. There's something to learn every day from a mistake. You're gonna learn from a mistake, obviously. You're gonna make a mistake all the time, every day. And you can't be like nah, you know whatever, you know shut up. Because I make mistakes every day, and I get better the actual following day. There's always something you know it's gonna mess up. Oven was a little too hot. You know you, you know you had your flame. You know you're sautéing that vegetable at this you know flame, certain flame or. You know, everything everything counts in the kitchen, man. Everything counts in the kitchen. So a cook's mind has to be everywhere. You know, what's on the cutting board? What's, what's in your mise en place? How much is in your mise en place? At the same time of you sautéing this vegetable or you got the fire going for, you know, this roasted chicken that you're about to throw in the oven, or that fucking ribeye is that medium rare, but it's on the fucking hot side. So just to get some marks or something or whatever. Man, so a cook's mind is everywhere. You know, you you go to work, you clock in, you know, and then you start working. But I think you should really take in at what you're doing, where you work at. You know, if you're working at somewhere that you're not happy, then go. You gotta go because then it starts to bleed out into the other staff and and that's not good, man. You don't want to do that to, you know, to the other staff that's there. Just go, just put your two weeks and, you know, humble those two weeks and bounce. You know, go somewhere that you're going to be happy. That you're going to really learn something. You know, because you're just, you're really kicking your own ass as well, man, hard. Because you're going somewhere that you're not happy. You're talking shit about it every day. And it's just like, well, fucking leave. You got to leave. But. you know, for the people that really love the places where they work, man, great job, and thank you. Thank you for cooking great food, for doing it right, you know, for taking care of that product, you know, searing that fish, you know, grilling that steak or sauteing that vegetable, roasting that chicken. Yeah. Thank you for the ones that really love and care for what they do. And you know, just keep hustling, man. Just you know, you you really do it to, to pleasure and nurture a person. You know, you take man. You take that those so skills and knowledge home and you cook for your family or your love your boyfriend your girlfriend and then you get you know if you do for you know the last two you're getting you you know you're getting laid you know you're getting some you know you're getting some you, yeah you know you're getting some you know it's a good way to show off you know come on you can't lie you, you know you're we're showing off when we cook for our family and our friends, obviously. But it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Because you've worked hard for those skills. For that knowledge. You worked very hard. And you have to show that off. You got to. You know. And when these, when your guests, your friends, your family see... You know what you've done in the kitchen. They're like, Whoa. like, like, what the fuck? Wow, wow! And then they eat it, and they're just like, wow. This is good, man. You know, this is good. You know, it. It makes your heart happy. You know, it's, it makes it. That's why it. It's. That's why those. Eighteen to twenty hours a day. Making six to eight hundred bucks every two weeks, you know, that's why it's, you know, it's worth it. And it'll get better, you know, just, just, just keep learning, keep pushing, you know, keep going for those jobs that are up there, you know. I've seen success. And I've seen failures. I've I haven't been successful yet. As in, having my own restaurant, making a lot of money, you know. I guess this. I mean, I guess, say is you know I'm still struggling. You know I don't I ne- I've never had a big paycheck job. You know where I can, but. Then again, you know, I've always been sick, but it's out there for you guys, man. It's definitely is, for sure. For sure. Sh- for sure. Just don't worry about making mistakes. Please. You know, it's it's you gotta learn from them. You know, don't don't beat yourself up too much because then you just give up, and you're not learning anything. You're not, you know. You want to succeed. You want to succeed, man. You know, if I you know I've always succeeded in the kitchen. Um, I mean, no, I've had many failures. Don't get me wrong. I had many failures in the kitchen, but you know, succeeding is you know, just you, if you're learning something, you're learning from that mistake. You you know that's success right there. And if you learn from the mistake and, you know, know where the mistake was or, you know, what you you could have done to make it better, taste better, look better, you know, that's awesome if you learn from that. You know, there's some chefs that are out there that are, like, barking and, It's just like, you know, you want to be a teacher, man. You know, you want to be a leader. I thought I've always been a good teacher and a leader. I might have been an asshole, but remember, I'm a nice asshole. (laughs) But I think I've been a good leader. Not a great leader, a good leader. I know I can be a great leader. I know I can, given the opportunity, you know. I think a great leader is having his own place and stuff, so I don't have my own place. One day I will, one day I will, I know I will. I know I was put on this earth to make people happy, to do something like that, and and me making someone happy and feeling good about themselves, wanting to push, wanting to go, keep going for the next day and be like, man, I could do this, what he's doing, I could do. Because to be honest, that's what I do, I go somewhere you know, not talking shit about the place or not really, you know, just me, you know, going to a certain restaurant, eating this food. And if it's if it's somebody that I know or worked with or is a chef of the city, you know, one of those or the popular chefs already, you know, I'm just like, man, I could do this. I know, I know if I could do this, I know I can do it better, and that's good that's that's good because it's not talking shit about the place it's giving a really a compliment i'm giving you know I guess that's my way of giving it a compliment because I really don't give places compliments you know i always tell <laughs> I always tell myself man, I could do this, <laughs> but I guess that's my way of giving it a compliment you know like But everything that I've gone through, all my sickness, you know, I've never given up. Never. I'm a fighter, obviously, a warrior, a red ninja. Black Ninja. I got my homie, Nico, AKA, The Red Ninja. Came to visit me the other day, my homeboy, Allen, AKA, The Brown Ninja. The other day at the hospital, man, that was, that filled my heart because my brother came earlier and that was awesome to see. You know have his love and presence there his you know he spoke his words and knowledge that he always does, and that was great and that, you know after short shortly after that my two ninjas came by paid me a visit. <sighs> Lots of laughs. Oh my god, we were fucking laughing the nurse the, the nurse after they left, whenever my the, my nurse came in and she was just like, "Well, she was I was going to come in earlier, but you know, y'all were having a laugh and y'all were y'all were uh, we could hear you down the hall, but you know, I was like, "Oh, I'm, you know, apologize." And she was like, "No, no, no, it's okay." And <laughs> so that was cool. Um And then now I'm home. But anyways. What was I talking about? Jesus. Food. Oh, yeah. Food, dreams, goals. There's a lot of great restaurants out there that I would love to try. You know, I've always had a kind of a, what are those? I guess another one of my dreams and goals would, would, uh, I would would have loved to kind of, you know, like travel. Of course, like, you know, Anthony Bourdain did and. Travel and get to eat at places. Uh, Not necessarily have a camera around and talk and stuff. I'm just talking about the traveling part. You know, I could record myself kind of thing. But, uh, man, can you imagine traveling all the places that he's traveled and eating all the food that he's eaten? Only one can dream. But, you know, does that make sense? Because he did it. People are doing it. I guess it's just not in a, in a cook's budget like mine. But, look, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, look, your situation is not Horrible. It's just a sticky situation. You can get yourself out of it. You know, I know financially, there's some things that you don't have control of, but you're alive. You can move swiftly in the kitchen. I can't. And, you know, For those people out there that that can move swiftly in and out of the kitchen, around the kitchen, be grateful that you can. You know, stay hungry. Stay hungry and eat, nibble. And everything that you can to gain knowledge, discipline skills for the kitchen, because all those are going to help you you succeed in the kitchen, get you a better job in the kitchen. But, uh, you know. I was thinking the other day that I will... I never had the opportunity to go and um, stage anywhere and, you know, like the French Laundry, uh, Noma, um, a whole bunch of Japanese restaurants that I would mention, but y'all wouldn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry. You know, just different restaurants. I never got to, I never got the opportunity again. You know, because I was all little sick and things like that. But, you know, for those who can do that, man, you know, man, good luck to you. And just soak in like a sponge. Soak it in like a sponge, yo. Is that what you say, yo? Um, for me, I buy books. I'm a big, 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 big uh cookbook buyer, and I love cookbooks, man. Oh my God, I've I've read every single one of my cookbooks, front to back, all the recipes. I mean, I don't read the recipes and memorize them, but I've done that. Looking for the opportunity, obviously, to get some more books. You know, from some famous chefs that are out there, or knowledgeable books of reading. You know who? What cook doesn't like to buy books all the time? You know, I'm over here buying French cookbooks, Italian. Obviously a whole bunch of Japanese cookbooks. You know, India and cookbooks. You know, the Modernist Cuisine cookbooks. WD-50 cookbooks. Noma cookbooks. You know, things like that. And I'm pretty sure if there's any cooks listening to this, Knows what I'm talking about, buying those cookbooks. And knives, oh my goodness, talking about knives, oof. Oh man, there goes fucking rent, dude, you know what I'm saying? Um, I love buying knives. You know, Japanese knives are obviously my favorite. Western Japanese knives or fresh Japanese knives. You know, I wish I was able to buy more. Knives, and I believe one day I will buy more Japanese knives and things like that. Tools, you know, s- spoons, and you know, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, spatulas and tweezers. Who still buys tweezers? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm, I like the big tweezers myself. Because I cook with them, or they're more suitable for me, not the little tiny ones. But, <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh. The cooks will spend his whole paycheck on a knife or buying gadgets, you know. It's crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess it's, it's, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just insane madness. Um, I've actually. What's uh? Let me see. Here. What's another? Man, the, the next. Cookbook that I want to try to get is um I just finished the Koji Alchemy. Sorry, finished. The... Obviously, I can't. I don't have the modernist cuisine or the 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 baking one because those are super expensive. But the, I think the next one I want to try to purchase would be the fire smoke and green vegetarian about like the the barbecue smoking and grilling recipes and stuff like that. you know um so yeah that would be like the next one that that um, I would like to get to read cuz I'm, I'm getting more into I guess the um well the for sure of the grilling and the barbecuing cookbooks is like what I'm trying to get into more um it was baking you know, I love, you know, the baking bread, getting more into baking like bread, learning more of the, like sourdoughs and other wheats and grains and just everything, baking bread, all types of bread. You know, and obviously that's I would love to start that after I get out in, uh, the grilling out of my system. You know, after I get all these books and stuff, that's one of the I get out of my system because i you know I, I just go through the cookbook like I read from front to back and then I jump to the next book you know so yeah vegetarian grilling uh or just straight up barbecuing or just straight up grilling is my next um learning cycle <laughs> the books that I want to get yeah you know what what are your guys some uh, what are you some of your favorite barbecue joints here in San Antonio. San Antonio, not anything outside of San Antonio. Because I don't know these small towns. I don't know where these small towns are. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Anywhere in Texas. I'm sorry. Anywhere in Texas. Where is, is your favorite? Because I would love, like I said, I would love to travel and... Taste all these barbecue joints, you know? Taste all these steak joints. But I'm talking about, le- like, legitimate places. Like, st- not chain steak restaurants or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, a steak joint that just focuses on, the steak. it's a small joint. You know what I mean? Like, a small place that focuses on whatever they're... The restaurant is about you know man, I just keep thinking about my restaurant, my little Japanese bar. Is that a second going on? Right. The clock here has got me tripping. All right. Look, pick your head up. You know, things will get better. Take that from someone that really, really knows. That quote or phrase Um, coming to a close. I love you guys, I really do. Don't take anyone for granted. You know, you can't, you can't... Life is life, and you can't expect everything to just be right for you. I mean, I know I did. Sometimes I do, and it's it's not good. It's not good. Um... Just work hard. Focus. Knowledge is power. It is. It truly is. Um, And don't worry. uh, Just don't worry. Go home. Have a beer. Do whatever you do to unwind. But that's what it is to do to unwind. Don't start making it heavy and, you know, you just be, you know, you want to beat yourself up about it. No, don't do that. Just unwind. That's what it is, unwinding. (laughs) You know, to unwind, I, you know, do certain things and that make me feel good. You know, love life. Pain goes away from all these tubes inside me. Um, I don't know. uh maybe next conversation we'll talk about my health and you know what i'm you know what I'm truly going through um so yeah, and you remember, man, your life is uh a recipe All right. And everything that comes into into your life, all the troubles, all the bad things, all the good things, all the winning days, all the losing days, those are all recipes. You know what I mean? And every day is a, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, an ingredient. And every day is a different recipe and you can always add an extra little of this or you know you can never take out, so you gotta make sure these you know these ingredients are what you want in your life, you know what i mean you're you're the one seasoning your life with these ingredients. So, to everyone listening, have a good day, smile, and be happy that you're alive, just be happy that you're alive, Cobra out.